The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com. Empire. The fight game has changed. You can also go to the PFL app and get a lot more data and a lot more statistics and a lot more analytics. And that allows you to really immerse it if you're an MMA junkie. Now, if you roll that forward the spring of 2021, what the PFL smart cage and that data and analytics all become a real-time bet that fans can gamble on. These become prospects. That's Don Davis, chairman and co-founder of the Professional Fighters League, where the viewing experience for fight fans will be his differentiator. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. You may wonder why Don Davis is trying to get into a space dominated by the UFC. Well, he's won big before as a counsel to his beloved Chicago Cubs before he even turned 30. He was a senior executive at AOL back in the late 1990s and then a disruptive investor with partner Steve Case at their firm Revolution. So Don, no, he's not afraid to get into the octagon with anyone. Our guest this week is the chairman and the co-founder of the Professional Fighters League, Don Davis, where tech is changing the way we will watch fights in the ring. Hey, Don, how are you? Hey, good morning. Great to be here. I mean, it's hard not to start any conversation without asking, how's life? How's your family? How are you? Everybody's good. Um, I always like to be out and about, and I joke with my wife now, I'm going on an I Am Legend uh, trip in my car. I don't know if you remember that Will Smith movie where he's the last man on earth and they're zombies, (laughs) but he still goes out in his car with his dog because he's got to get some fresh air. Uh, So so three times a day, I just do conference calls from my car, even though I'm going nowhere except for Chicago. So I'm out (laughs) talking to you right now in the car, just getting some fresh air. Exactly. So you're you're one of those that you cannot stay homebound, even if they made you stay homebound. You have to get out. I got to get some variety of energy to work. You know, I like the office. I like home. I like travel, like like, like lunches and dinners uh, around business. So, So to me right now, though, I'm confined to the I Am Legend car trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to get into what you guys are doing in a moment, but I, let me get a, just a general overview with, with the majority of sports still shut down, but fighting not. Um, can you kind of just give your general thought process of moving forward safely right now um, with fighters in contact with one another? Yeah, MMA overall, uh, and then I'll talk PFL specifically. Uh, MMA overall um, is in the best position to uh, weather most crisis, whether it's the current COVID-19 or or future pandemics or issues we may have. And that's for a couple of reasons. First of all, it takes the fewest number of people to put on an event. You can put on the highest level of MMA event with only about 100 people. That's between the fighters, you know, call it eight, eight fights times two people, 16 people, the camera, the cornermen, the crew, the medical, the production. A total of 100 people 
that's 50% less than any other sport. And football takes about 500. So if you want to be safe and test and take care of the personnel they're putting on the event, smallest number in MMA, number one. Number two is, as you know, MMA can operate as a single site. It's not a network of events. There's not 30 teams right. like in the NHL or the NBA. Single site, number two. Um, and then number three, in terms of the PFL, we're a season, a sports season, just like the NBA or the NFL. So we have a regular season, a playoff, and a championship, true meritocracy and transparency, where you have to win four times to become the champion of the season. So we're a little different. We do need you know five months to put on a full season. So unlike the UFC, where it can put up one-off fight and kind of wedge them in from time to time, uh, the PFL does take a little bit of time in order to have that integrity this season. But MMA overall will be always kind of the first to leave and the first to come back if there's any issues mm. because of those, those two things I mentioned. So how are you viewing the idea of a season right now? Yeah, the PFL rescheduled our 2020 season for spring of 2021. We're the first sports league to recognize that this um, pandemic will be messier, unfortunately, than any of us would have liked. So we went to our partners, ESPN, and we said, let's move this season to spring of 2021. And we formally rescheduled that with our venue partners, our media partners, and our fighters. And so we're locked and ready for spring of 2021. Uh, we we're the first to do that. Um, so we're also the first to give certainty to all of our partners and, and certainly all of our athletes. In addition to that, we went to all of our fighters and said, well, we know this year is going to be a challenging time for everybody, including you. And so we voluntarily gave them a monthly cash stipend in order to help carry them over this year. Hmm. Now, we're obviously an entrepreneurial sports league. We're not $10 billion sports league like the Big Four, the Big Five, if you include the Premier League. But we gave them that stipend because we're a fighter first league. We want this to be the place always that fighters feel I'm well taken care of. I control my destiny. And as you know, in boxing or MMA, if you don't fight, you don't get paid. There are no salaries in combat sports. So we went really fighter first and said, we will pay a monthly cash stipend to all the fighters. And then we went kind of fan first and we're creating eight new original content series this year. Uh, these are not just reruns, but these are new original content series. It takes fans inside the fights, inside the lives, inside the training of all the PFL champions, the PFL roster, um, and those in their lifestyles. So those are very interesting. Those run on ESPN2, ESPN+, Plus, PFL digital and social platforms. So we really created PFL studios, almost like there's ESPN studios to create new original content. So whether it's the fighters or whether it's the fans, we said 2020 is going to be an unfortunate year in all of sports, but we want to make the best of it for them while we get ready to come back strong for a full season in spring of 2021. Yeah, it's staying connected. Uh, obviously in sports, it's a paramount issue for whether it's the broadcast providers or the leagues themselves or the athletes to try to, to, try to stay connected. Uh, when we initially, you know, we're gonna start talking about this, obviously we didn't really of all of this, but but one of the subjects that we were really interested in to catch up with you about is all the tech that is in your sport. Um, the cage that you all use is wired differently than other leagues. Can you kind of take us through um, what the cage can do to help enhance the experience of watching your fights? 
yes, the PFL has been since its inception a leader in innovation, and that innovation is all directed at making the fan viewing experience on TV and in mobile and in streaming the very best in MMA. So we created the Smart Cage, and simply the Smart Cage presents fight analytics and fighter data that make watching the fight more interesting. So we have chips in the fighter's glove, a film under the mat, which captures everything that's going on in the fight. We display it on the screen, if you're watching ESPN2, in a way that makes it very interesting if you're a newbie. Let's say you're used to watching basketball or football. You might not know a lot about MMA. Well, when you watch the PFL, you could see real-time punch impact. That punch is 28 miles an hour. Just like you're used to seeing a fastball at 98 miles an hour. That makes it a little bit more interesting. You could see the kick speed. You can also see the number of punches landed in this round. You could also see the heart rate of the fighters. And you could see that heart rate exceeds LeBron James in the fourth quarter. So if you're new to MMA, this gives you context to understand that these fighters are among the greatest athletes in the world. Now, let's say you're a diehard MMA fan. You can also go to the PFL app and get a lot more data and a lot more statistics and a lot more analytics. And that allows you to really immerse it if you're an MMA junkie. Now, if you roll that forward to spring of 2021, what the PFL smart cage and that data and analytics all become are real-time bets that fans can gamble on. These become prop bets. Will Kayla Harrison, the number one woman fighter in the world, who's our PFL champion, will she do her arm bar and, and win in under 30 seconds? Yes or no? Will hard puncher Ray Cooper III, our champion, throw two punches over 30 miles an hour in this fight? Yes or no? You'll be able to make real-time bets on your mobile phone based on all that smart page data in spring of 2021. So for fans, we don't think of technology just for technology. We've thought about how does this make the watching the PFL fight, whether it's on TV, smartphone, iPad, whether it's in London or Chicago, more interesting to you than any MMA fight you've ever seen. And we've been a real leader. Let's talk about the security of that. Um, In-game betting obviously is a huge thing for a number of different sports. In the case of yours, things are happening very fast. So how do you, one, get the prop bets up quickly, and two, ensure the security of them as things are happening in real time and very, very quickly? Yes. Um, there's there's three aspects to that. Um, obviously, through my role as a founding partner of Revolution, we were a big investor in Sport Radar, which is the leader in sports integrity betting around the world. We're a big investor in DraftKings, which is a leader in online consumer betting. Um, so we've worked with some of the best partners, uh, whether it's those partners um, who we may be working with or whether it's the big gaming houses like MGM, Caesars, Sands, Bet365. Um, PFL will not be providing all the infrastructure. We'll be working with the very best partners in the world. Um, what we're providing is the same thing that the NBA is providing. We're providing a data feed that is proprietary. We're a sports league just like the NBA. We are capturing the data. We own that data, and it's proprietary. And we are working with the very best partners to preserve that that data is real-time, that data is accurate, 
And then that data becomes very interesting in terms of gambling and very accessible in terms of gambling to fans. So those are the three steps that we go through with partners in, in order to make sure um, everything is, is not only real-time and accurate, but interesting in terms of the product. Right. And, and then we want to protect the trade. Here comes 5G. Um, as you guys kind of think through making sure that no one is gaming up the transactions here, um, have you guys thought through how that's going to work? Yes. And, and by the way, we're not recreating a wheel here. That's all done now whether it's DraftKings taking bets on ping pong, you know, as they did last week, <laughs> or whether it's, um, you know, or whether it's MGM taking bets on, uh, you know, Tom Brady, you know, which they will this year. Right? Um, we're, we don't have to recreate the wheel. We're working with the very best partners in the world to do that. But why it's so very interesting for PFL and what makes us different from other sports moves is the fighters are under contract to the PFL. There's not a separate players association. So we can be much more innovative. So the bets that we can offer and the data that we can collect and how we make that available to fans is much more robust. We can do things much more quickly than the NBA and the NFL can do because there is not comprehensive negotiation between the media partner, the players association, and the league. PFL has reserved all those rights with our media partner and there's no players association with the league. It's one and the same. So typically the NBA has three parties it has to negotiate with in order to make you know, the gambling decisions and make sure that the data um, is all acceptable as a, you know, among all three and the data and the business model is acceptable among all three. The PFL will be able to make these prospects very simple and very interesting for fans because we have reserved all those rights and we're working with our gambling partners to make those very interesting, almost like AOL 25 years ago, yeah, exploded and made the internet simple. Consumers want it simple. One-click bet. They don't want things complex. They don't want to go through many steps. We don't want to take out our phone and say, yes or no, high or low, over, under. Those are the kind of things that will really make this interesting, and that's where the PFL is focused for spring of 2021. Um, let's talk about the simplicity of the presentation then. Obviously, look, fight video is compelling on its own, and you guys have to think about the screen. What is this going to look like as you implement all of these different pieces of information and analytics and, of course, options for betting? Um, how do you guys kind of think through not crowding the fight itself, which on its own face is the compelling part of the whole thing? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and obviously we're still in development. We're using a lot of 2020 to develop this. Um, you know, it's not a screen company. We're not standing still, you know, even though there's not fights going on right now. And I'll just offer maybe two, um, two signposts um, without giving too much away. Um, we believe fans want to engage with the fight while they're watching the fight. So this is not about a second screen experience. It's how do you bring all these activities to the main screen? So while I'm watching the fight, I may want to buy commerce. While I'm watching the fight, I might want to make a bet. I don't want to go to a second screen experience to do things. I want to do things while I'm watching on the main screen. So I think that's a big difference to what the PFL is trying to do is I'm watching the fight and I want to do something while I'm watching the fight. And I don't want to go to a second screen to do that. So that's our first focus. And our second focus, as I talked about in the, in the previous answer, is simplicity. Less is more. Most consumers want to do 
one or two things, and that's it while they're watching the fight. And when most MMA fights end in 10 minutes, these are high action. These aren't three-hour football games. These aren't basketball games in which the last four minutes are the only thing that matters. You don't want to miss a minute of a fight. Every single minute is great. So less is more. We will not be overly making the screen complex. We'll just be giving interesting tidbits, interesting analytics, and interesting bets in terms of less is more to our fans in the first one or two years. All right, so I'll let you go with this. Um, Look, there's an unintended consequence of this, um, that you did lose this season. You have to delay it to come out to next year, but it has given you time to think through a lot of these things. Have you guys pivoted some of your thinking through the pandemic with the time that's been afforded to you to consider how you're going to implement all of these different ideas? Look, it's a great question. Um, Look, as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to improve the product and the business model, and you're figuring out what did you do right and what didn't work as well. And the PFL is no different than that. Look, our 2019 championship on New Year's Eve did 400,000 average audience on ESPN2. That beat every single Bellator event for the previous 12 months. And Bellator has been around 12 So right now, PFL is already the number two MMA league in the world. Our audience increased 50% in 2019 over 2018. UFC was down 2%, minus 2%. Bellator is down 22%, minus 22%. So we hate that we have to take this year off because we're a fast-growing league in MMA. We're the fastest-growing sports league. We hate that we're on the sidelines. To take the football analogy, we want to put the helmet on and go hit somebody. Um, that being said, there's two things that PFL build our business on, and we're going to continue to accelerate and do those strong. We're a made-for-TV product. We're never about ticket sales and big audiences. So we were made from the beginning for 2,500 per people venues. So in the next year, we will be filming in 500-seat venues. We've already chosen our venue. We'll be in a single-site venue. And we'll announce that later this year. We're already, we're always about the 160 countries and the 3 million people that watch us, not the 3,000 people in the single venue. And so what we've done this year is what is everything we could do to make the TV product and the streaming product the best MMA TV and streaming product in the world? Because it's about the 3 million that watch, not the 3,000 in the venue or the 300 in the venue. And that's where PFL succeeds, and that's where PFL will excel, and that's where we put all of our efforts for 2020. And, and I think that's where we're, we call it tripling down. It's fascinating, and, uh, and it'll be interesting to see in 2021 when you implement all of this stuff, and I'm just hoping we're allowed to have 300 people in a room again at that point, too. So we'll see how that plays out um, over the next 6 to 12 months. Don Davis is the chairman and the co-founder of the Professional Fighters League. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me here. On the next Future Sport Podcast. There are some things which are extremely obvious, where it's obvious to everybody from the moment it starts uh, that you know, something is wrong. Um, and there's been a few matches out there in sports and traditional sports where most people know straight away. As Don Davis hopes to innovate betting on fights, Mark Balch, head of sports partnerships at Bayes Esports Solutions, is integrating gambling into the vibrant esports space. That will do it for us today. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.
The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com.